Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Shavante. This is your girl, Ashley. And you are tuned in to another episode of Spilt Wine. So pour up your glass, get comfy, and tune in with us. We're going to spill the wine, honey. Yes. So today, guys, we have two very special guests. As you already know, Count last podcast so we brought him back for another podcast count say hey to everybody how you doing everybody feels good to be back as you know this is big daddy Balaam. if you could take it i'm giving it <laughs> and we also have sterling sanders ashley's brother-in-law on with us sterling say hey to everybody good evening everyone this is sterling how y'all doing <laughs> All right, they're so formal, you guys. So today, or tonight rather, we are going to have a conversation about what makes a man stay and remain committed in a serious relationship when there are so many options out there. Uh All right, so let's just jump right in, you guys. What do y'all think? Y'all tell us. This podcast is basically going to be you guys letting me and Ashley know as women what it is that we could do let our listeners know what do you guys like in your woman or you want your woman to do what makes you want to stay and be committed in a relationship in a society full of hoish men mm. oh I, I, I think it's only right to let uh, Sterling uh, attack this first since he's the since he's the married man on the phone Ah, yes. And also, Sterling is married. Count is single, ladies. So, just so y'all know. (laughs) (laughs) I'll answer that question first. (laughs) Well, first of all, um, when it comes to the man-woman relationship, that's a very unique thing that I personally feel like cannot be defined or detailed via a book or a counseling session or any other particular uh, professional method. I feel like when it comes to love, having that one-on-one relationship, that's something that has to be developed over time. And that's through both the good and the bad. Kind of like the old saying that goes, uh, iron sharpens iron. So there are multiple ways for a woman to keep a man, especially uh, going to marriage. But I don't want to take up too much time. So, um, yeah, count, 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 baby bottom. You can um, <laughs> say what you got to say. Well, I got to be baby bottom, man. <laughs> well, whatever, whatever that title was, it, it was catchy, though. We explained that on the last podcast. So <laughs> you'll have to go back and listen to that one. So, like, I'm I'm gonna come from the perspective of a um, a lost man. Like, how how does a woman? So I, I don't think it's so much how does a woman keep a keep a man. I think that if she well makes a man stay faithful or committed, I think that um like the last the last podcast we talked about showing appreciation 
knowing what each role in the relationship is. I, I believe that, you know, relationships are dynamic. You know, sometimes men cook, women make the money and vice versa. So not sticking to, you know, some old idea that, you know, the roles are specific and defined regardless of the individuals, but a very dynamic relationship. So we're taking that out of the way, like, you know, and, and I look at, you know, somebody like myself who had an issue with only being with one woman um, for majority of my twenties, I kept about eight women in rotation. So and, you was um, a hoe basically. I was a hoe, you know what I'm saying? And I was in the good thing, the, the good thing about what I was is that I wasn't afraid to admit to it. It wasn't something that I was running from and I wasn't um, in denial. And I think that's one of the, um, one of the keys is like accepting what you are. <clears throat> but I have, I have four things listed here. The first thing is God. The second thing is love. Um, third is values and, and life and life are the same. All four of these things kind of go in together. And well, go ahead. Oh, uh, no, I was going to say, uh, those are good values, but I'm going to be honest, not so much, uh, different, different values, which those are key. What, what, uh, count, count King Bollum just said, <laughs> but, the, um, I, I personally feel like in terms of what a woman, a woman has to have expectations of a man, expectations of a man. And what I mean by that is I feel like there's a lot of women who have that nursing complex and what that nursing complex is basically like a nurse. They feel like they have to take care of that person, take care of all of their needs. And so a woman goes into a relationship with the nursing complex Oh, well, let me be the only one that could save him. Let me be that person that could change his entire life. Mm -hmm. Well, really, that shouldn't be the case. They should be the one going in with expectations. Hey, I'm looking for a man who loves me, respects me, uh, willing to grow with me, um, and willing to push me to do better than what I thought I can do. And when you set those expectations, that's actually a huge turn on for that man because that man who's probably used to, uh, you know, women being easy and things of that nature, they're like, Oh snap, I really gotta, you know, get my stuff together to be able to, uh, please and win this woman over that nobody else can get. That, but here's the problem with that Sterling is see, I, I believe that we're human and we are imperfect and therefore no matter how good a person is, at some point they're gonna hurt you, right? Oh, I agree. And 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 so when and so that's why I kind of listed those those values is because you have to be spiritually, mentally, emotionally to um, to deal with someone who's gonna give you every reason to cheat. Everybody here's been in a relationship, and when you were hurt, when you felt bad, at like whether it was something big as far as them cleaning up or some or someone's cheating in your mind like you contemplated like either leaving or fucking around excuse my language 
And so that's why I feel that your commitment can't be solely to a person because they're going to always give you a reason to leave or either cheat. And I believe that your commitment has to be to God. And the reason why is because no matter what, he'll never fail you. He'll never give you a reason to cheat. So when, when, when the opposite sex, the woman, does something that makes you unhappy, that your commitment is, is to him. And so I don't think, I think a woman can help with a man falling in love and, and supporting but I don't think that whether it's a male or a female can uh, can make a man or do something to make him commit and be loyal and to be and to be uh, to be honest. I think you have to have a spiritual. You have to be strengthened by God. Two, you have to be in love with with the woman to be able to to go through these you know these uh, trials and and those values that I mentioned is that. You have to want to do right. There's people like that believe in God, but if you don't have a desire to do right, then regardless of how good she is as a woman, if you feel like if you come home and you pay the bills, you know, and you give her money and you send her out on a trip with a, with a, with her best friends, then it should be it's all right for you to cheat and mess around as long as you're being respectful. So you have to have the values instilled to say, okay. I want to do right. I want to be honest. I want to be faithful in this relationship. I 100% agree with that because it doesn't matter what she does. If you make up in your mind, I am not going to cheat on this woman. You'll be able to control that because nobody controls you, but you now Mm -hmm. she may push you. She may piss you off. She may do this. She may do stuff you don't like. But at the end of the day, you have the option to leave or you have the option to cheat on her and stay. But if you make the decision that you are not going to cheat on her, then that's what you're not going to do. So, yes, I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. Well, that really doesn't answer the question, though. Like, the question is, what does a, like, what do men want? Like, to be in a committed relationship. It just can't be all about his desire and his um, ability to not cheat. It's it got to be what something to make him not, not cheat. What do men want from a woman? Not what want a woman can do for a man. Well, the question hey, was, it said, what keeps a man in a committed relationship and what makes him stay and stay honest? Exactly. What does a man want? Not what a woman like what a woman wants, what a man wants. What does a man want from a woman to stay in a committed relationship? Well, we well, just that, need a couple of things, well, no, right? And like, I don't. That, and so, that's where, go um, ahead. I, no, that's why I, I kind of answered. Um, really, mm-hmm. again, is um, I, I'm. I, I feel like a woman. Like, okay, for me, like for me, with my wife, uh, it it was her. Her expectations is what is what made me stay. You know, mm-hmm. no know, knowing that if A, B, and C, kind of like what I mentioned earlier, wasn't met, like I, that that was a huge turn on for me. You know, it wasn't so much of okay, hey, I could just run around and do anything that I want to. And, and I, I want to go back to it wasn't so much that what you said was just completely wrong. Um, count about the whole spirituality thing. It's just that 
I mean, if if we're really going to spill the wine and not clean it up, um, <laughs> oh my gosh, it, it's it's okay. So when it comes to, oh, you got to be a Christian and all that other stuff, you're you're not being you're you're not being you're not being completely transparent. No one with, said with, that. With, no, wait, wait, what wait, do you wait, mean by wait, you're wait, not being finish, transparent? Okay. All right, so I, I guess I need. I guess I would like for for it to be more specific. If you're saying that you're being spiritual in terms of, hey, this relationship didn't work out, so let me just go on with my life and keep it moving, then that's fine. But if it's more so, hey, I'm looking for this Christian man that go to church and Jesus is real and all this good stuff. No, that that ain't how the real world works. Yeah, you talk because that's because you're speaking on rituals and traditions. You're not talking about someone who has a spiritual relationship with themselves and whatever they believe in. Right. That's, that's why you feel that way. And I, and the reason why I can say this is because I know this from experience because I've been faithful to myself, right? I've been, I've, I've, I've had to create these relationships using my experiences and, and, and use my, my relationship with God to, to be faithful to myself. Right. So if you're speaking on a, a, uh, a ritual standpoint of going to church and doing these things and you're not talking about an actual spiritual connection where you find strength in God, where you drop to your knees, like I've been in situations in, two, in, in the same situations where I wanted to have sex with a woman and I had access to him and, and I've dropped to my knees and I've asked for that strength and and because i know that i like he's looking on me and i'm and we having that communication i have to back from it and there's been also times where i i didn't want it at the same time the desire wasn't that bad and i and i decided not to pray because i knew where that was going to lead which was me not having sex my 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 spiritual connection is that is that strong and so it is not sugarcoating it. I don't, I'm not, I'm not talking about Christianity. You know, I'm talking about a spiritual connection where you find your strength. Okay, and, and, I don't, and, I, and I don't, and I don't care. I don't care what type of expectations a woman have on you that you have for, you know, and that she holding you responsible to because anybody who gets married or get in a relationship, chances are an expectation, but yet, Still, you know, seventy percent of marriages are in 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 cheating. So, the original question to this podcast was, what makes him stay and stay honest, and what keeps a man in a committed relationship? And it and it's not so much what the woman does, but who he is as a man, and what values has he has for himself, where he finds his strength, and who he's committed to. That is and if exactly you can, and if you commit it to a human for. being, if you commit it to a human being, they're going to give you every reason, whether it's not cooking or not coming home on time, for you to to start thinking, oh, I'm about to go mess around. I agree. Like I agree. I can't say anything other than I agree. That's the answer I was wondering if anybody was going to give. It's not so much of what she does to make you stay and want to be committed. Because I've been in relationships where I was doing everything they asked and more and then some, but it wasn't enough because they still cheated on me with 
whatever walk by because they have access to so many different things. It's who you are as a man and your level of commitment to the things that you say you are and you aren't going to do. And in my opinion, your commitment to God, once you're in a marriage, you stand in front of God first, the church and your future spouse and make the commitment to only be with each other. So if you are not strong in that, most importantly in that commitment to God, then you're going to waver and you're not going to stand up and be like, no, I made the commitment to God to only be with my wife or my husband. So sometimes you're going to fall. Okay. Well, another thing um, a woman could do to keep a man is uh, let the man be themselves. Thank you. Uh, what, what I, what I love about my wife is uh, I, I, I got some friends and they tell me how when they get home, like they rather stay at work. If you got that going on in your marriage or relationship, man, you got hella problems. You really do. Um, I enjoy the fact that I can come home and truly be myself. I'm a um, big black guy, but I come home. Um, I'm loud. I'm goofy. I watch anime. I like ice in my orange juice. I like the air condition to be on 69. Now, all I notice how I'm, I'm calling off all those details, and to other women, it probably that probably sounds like craziness, nonsense. So I think that's an extremely unique character, is to you know identify that companionship where you truly can let that man be themselves and not try to force them to be. Um, something that they not like it's like if you trying to force that man to be like LeBron James when really he he looking like I don't know um freaking uh who's who's fat uh Biggie Smalls that's the first thing that came to mind I'm kind of old school people out there uh yeah you, you got you can't do that you can't do that and then another thing is um um, physical physical fitness, you know that um, it's not so much that needs to be a huge emphasis on trying to be in shape to have the best beach body, but really just to take care of yourself so you can live life and actually, you know, not die at the age of thirty or forty versus eighty and plus eighty plus. So I think that's a huge key thing is uh just let the man be themselves. So I, I, I think I think that Sterling and Count is right in a way because Sterling really made sense just now. So I feel as though you have to have some type of connection with somebody. They have yeah. to make you feel comfortable around them in order to want to find it in yourself spiritually to be committed to them. I mean, you need both of those things in order to maintain a healthy relationship. It's not just spiritual. If it's just spiritual, you can make yourself love anybody. You have mm-hmm. to you have to really want to be with that person. Mm-hmm. You have to find something that you like. So that's what I'm talking about when I ask the question, what does it take to be committed? It's both of those things. It's certain qualities that you want in a woman. You don't some men like certain women, some men don't like that woman. But it's whoever you mesh with in order for you to want that 
to want to make to that that commitment spiritually. Right. I okay. Mean, so why so, do you think you got preachers? Um, um, you know that they they supposed to be you know the most spiritual people ever. They go do they go through divorces just like the next man. But go oh, ahead. Yeah, absolutely, they do. I think y'all talking about so. <clears throat> So, like, you, you can't disagree, you know what I'm saying, with, with what you're saying. And, and when I look at those things, I look at those as compatibility. Right. I look, at, I look at those as compatibility, you know, things that you look at before you even get in a relationship to even stay, you know, to get to the point to say what keeps a man committed, right? That means, like, you've went through the process of understanding are y'all compatible or not, right? That is true. Well, Mm -mm. you should have. (laughs) No, but believe it or not, Sterling is right. Mm -mm, That's right. Because a lot of men get in relationships because they like what they see. Not about compatibility. A lot of people does do that. A lot of people look at a person and says, "What can that that person can do this for me?" And that's why they want to be with them. Not because they're compatible. Uh, well, I'm, they don't want to be in a committed I'm, relationship no, no, to begin with if I'm they about, aren't taking into account all those other things. You, that's what I'm saying. I'm People think differently. People think differently. Like, you're saying that. That's your opinion. But I know people that actually really look at it as that's their way of finding out if they want to be with somebody and if that's that's who they really want to be with and that's who they want to be committed to and who they want to marry based off of what that person can do for them or how they look, not Boom. about... That's very powerful. Now, now check this out. I'm about to hit you across the head to show the importance of compatibility and communication, even over spirituality. And, and I know I'm, I, I live in the Southern Belt, and when they hear, hear, hear this podcast, they're going to chop me up, but it's just the truth. All right, take that preacher and that preacher wife. That preacher wife can end up divorcing guess why because that preacher was doing his uh his doing his duty of loving god of loving his church but guess what he was putting forth all his time into that church not cheating not cheating but putting forth all that time into the church to where in terms of with his his wife he did not have a loving relationship with his wife he didn't have a communi- uh, a type of um, personal communication with his wife to where he could talk to his wife about something outside of the church, outside of the church. And, and so that's want- where a lack Since of you- balance comes into no, play. That's another- you have to have balance. But, but that's, you, another, you, you, that's you, another type of commitment, what Sterling is talking about. He's committed to her. He is committed to her because he's not cheating on her and he loves her. But he's also committed to the church and his communication and his commitment to her kind of takes the back seat. Yeah. Oh, so it's still that, another that form of not, commitment. That means he's not following the word. That means he's not even like that means he's he's not even doing doing his responsibility as a follower or as a preacher because the word tells you to take care of your family, provide for your family, and that that is your role as the head of the household and meet all those requirements. So I but but I'm it's also for it's always it's also first that you take if you are a leader that you're supposed to lead your sheep. 
By first. what? By what? First. You're supposed you to leave your sheets example. first and family I, technically I, I, comes second. By example. You got <laughs> hey, hey, you got to read you got to read this book called The Five Love Languages. Uh, we talked really about it on the last yeah, podcast. Okay, good. Because that's very that. important because I, I hear what you're saying, Count, but the thing is that preacher feels like he's taking care of his house because mm -hmm. he's paying all the bills. Um, he's making sure the kids are taken care of. They don't got to want for nothing. But again, if you're not providing your spouse with that emotional, with that emotional need, that emotional love, that, that relationship ain't going to make it. And, and but if she isn't communicating that to her husband, in a way that he can understand and he's not willing to listen and understand that because his focus is elsewhere, then it's both of their faults. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask a series of it questions. It takes two to be committed, though. Sterling, if... Mm -hmm. So, I just want you to answer that without an explanation, just answer the question. <clears throat> why did you use the, the preacher as an example? The reason why I used the preacher is, in my perspective, in terms of spirituality, uh, the preacher has the highest perception—not uh, necessarily the perception, but I, I hold I hold the preacher to accountable a to, to being that that, that spiritual leader because mm -hmm. you know they they are they 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 preach the word in a church they they lead a congregation okay. on spirituality but that's why I said that okay so is a is a preacher a human being absolutely is he Jesus Christ. No. Or is he any other form of the spirit that is without fault? No, not at all. So using the preacher is no different than using a bum on the street, a, a drug dealer, in a relationship. And, but and the part the part that I'm trying to say I, is I understand that he's leading the church. But when you look at that man, just like if Bill Cosby. Michael Jordan, any other person that you look up to that we call great, there's no such thing as a great man. It's men who do great things, but they're not great men because they're just as flawed as any the person that's walking next to you in the line at Walmart. So you have to stop looking at human beings because of what their title is, because of what they do on TV, and think of any other man. And they Whoa, but that's the thing. I, I don't look at I don't look at them because they're titled. That's why no, I use him, I use him as a, as an example, but that's why uh because of that preacher, again, I feel like like you said, a bum on the street or a homeless man could have a better relationship than that spiritual leader that, that got all the money and food in the world. Because okay, that may be so though, but in your example, he was still committed to his wife. You didn't say that he went out and cheated on her. She made the decision to leave. Even though he had his faults, he was still committed. And all those and it's probably because of his commitment to God or with God also that led him to remain faithful when maybe he could have felt like she wasn't doing her duties as a wife either. See, y'all getting it mixed up because commitment is not just not cheating. Commitment is a lot. Just like Count explained it spiritually, commitment in a marriage, commitment in a relationship is not just cheating. 
They fall in the sleep on it. No, it is no, no, to listen, our question. Listen. To our question on the podcast was how does a man stay committed when there's so many other options out there? So that kind of poses the question of how does he stay committed as far as cheating goes when he has other options to cheat? Right. That's, That's specific, but commitment is completely like when you say commitment, you have to think about everything in a relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. I, absolutely. 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 But when we added the addition on there, that's what kind of made it pinpoint in on commitment in a relationship as far as cheating goes. But we gotta have to wrap this up and finish it another time outside of the podcast. But a little pop culture news that I did want to get y'all's opinions on while we um have or while Count brought the topic up. Did y'all see that Bill Cosby got sentenced to three to ten years? I'm watching it on the news right now. I thought it was one to four. Three no, to ten. Three to ten. So what are y'all thoughts on that? I personally feel like one, okay, Bill Cosby is wrong for what he did, point blank period, hands down. Okay, point blank period. However, we cannot turn a blind eye to the obvious racial stigma at hand. And what mm -hmm. I mean by that is, okay, if we're going to hold this man accountable for something he did wrong many years ago, he admitted to it. That is totally fine. But yet, you got the woman who confessed to lying about Emmett Till. That's exactly what I was going to say. Assaulting her, still alive, living off government funding. Like that, 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 that's the part that like, if we're going to hold people accountable, if we're going to go back and adjust the statutes of limitations in order to bring somebody um, to justice, we need to do it for everybody. That's all I'm saying. Did Bill Cosby do wrong? Yes, he did. But everybody else got to pay. That, that's my stance on that. Yeah, I agree. That's what I was going to say. If one, and I'm pretty, probably going to get a whole lot of backlash for this because I know there was a whole hashtag about why I didn't report, but why did they wait until right before he supposedly was about to purchase one of the biggest networks on TV to come out with all of this stuff. I understand they had reasons why they felt they couldn't report, but after 20 years, would you not feel like you were in a place, you were old enough, you were wise enough, you were mature enough to go and report this? Yeah, the allegations understand. go all the way back to like 2004, 2005. So I just, I don't understand why now of all times and okay, maybe he did do whatever it is he said he did and they did or whatever, but why wait until one of the biggest moves of his life is about to happen to say, okay, enough is enough time to report that. And on the, on the fact of him going to prison, like really, come on, man, three to 10 years for an, 80-year-old man in prison. Like, that's insane. 
to me. It legitimately is insane. Yes, it was a violent crime. It's not like he's going to be able to do it again in the state that he is in right now physically at his age. So do y'all need to really give him three to ten years in prison, like you said, and not punish the woman who lied about Emmett Till? I don't understand. Let's have the same standard across the board. That's how I feel about that. I agree completely with both of y'all. Yeah, I'm 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 somewhere <clears throat> in the same area. I except for I think that um regardless of uh of his age, you know, I think he deserves the time. I mean he, he if he committed a crime, I mean he's been free this whole time. And then um and so like I just I believe that people that do things like that don't just change. I think that if he did it back then, I think there's a really good chance that he did it, you know, recently. But and and that just may be, um, you know, my you know my personality's or spirit of not being so forgiving when it comes to things like that. But and I don't think I don't think that I would necessarily say forgive him for it because that's up to the victims to decide whether or not they forgive him or not. If they want to have unforgiveness in their heart, then that's something that they have to deal with when they die and go wherever it is they believe that they're going. But also, I'm just I don't know. I'm just like because y'all waited so long to report this how are they going to give him three to 10 years in prison? But I mean, obviously he's a celebrity and he's going to get special treatment. So that makes it not as bad, but I just kind of feel like they could have did something else. I don't know. They make their own laws anyway, so they could have did whatever else they want to do. But anyway, um, we are going to wrap up the podcast. You guys tell, tell our listeners how they can follow you on social media. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Sterl the Pearl, S T E R L D A P E R L. Is that one L or a bunch of L's at the end? <laughs> oh no, like a very, a very sophisticated emphasis on the L. Okay. Ha ha ha! <laughs> Count. What about you? Like you can follow me uh, on Instagram. P-R-I-N-C-D-R-A-C. I don't really post much, but I have a couple of half-nude pictures up there and all that good stuff. So. Oh, my God. You probably just deterred some of the followers away. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, you guys can follow me at I am, that's I-A-M dot Siobhan, S-H-A-V-O-N, my East, M-Y-I-S-E, on Instagram. Um, follow our podcast, Built Wine Podcast on Instagram. Email us your questions, your comments, anything you want us to talk about at spiltwinepodcast at gmail.com. And you guys can follow Ashley on Instagram at Ashcast2388. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you guys for joining us. Everybody have a good night. Finish up that glass of wine. Cheers.